Hey guys, good after, good evening, afternoon, morning, wherever you may be at. I'm Angela Bless here with Real Talk. Um, it's amazing. I'm sorry, guys, I didn't uh, make one for Tuesday. I did. I was actually doing an interview live, so you guys kind of missed that one. Um, so move. Everybody's day's good. I'm your again. I had an IG live interview. Um, Tuesday 7 p.m. So I have Tuesday 7 p.m. and Thursday 7 p.m. I still should have did a little um, podcast for you guys so that you can have something to listen to. Um, I, we're going to definitely pray for the people in Texas and all around the world that does not have any energy or electricity or anything, any heating. We definitely pray for them. But they may get um, water, food, whatever they may need. Um, so that they can um survive this the storm whatever's going on and pray that the officials um come up with an emergency plan for them also um moving along guys um i want to talk about my um topic today um i went through some stuff friday that kind of scared me uh and the topic is today is masking uh wearing a mask on mental illness so basically masking mental illness and what we're going to talk about the tools um i want to really talk about me what i went through and how some how some of the things that i used to overcome it because we 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 do um want to feel vulnerable to the right people right especially for those of us that are strong those of us are always there for other people. Those of us that always have a shoulder for someone to lean on and cry on. Who do we turn to when we're in a mess, when we're in chaos, when we need a hug, when we need a shoulder to lean on? Who do we turn to? So um, moving along, the recent development studies, masking has involved and is now defined as concealing one's emotion by portraying another emotion. It is mostly used to conceal a negative emotion, usually sadness, frustration, anger, with a positive emotion. And so a lot of us do that all the time. We um we mask our uh our, our emotions. We tell people, especially us that are strong, those of us that, like I said, that's always there for someone. We're always saying we're okay, but deep down inside we're crying. Or we're crying when no one is, is watching us, or we're talking to ourselves. You know, it's good to talk to yourself. We're talking to God, like God, who's going to give me a hug? Who's going to listen to me? You know, because you don't want to come off as complaining. You don't want to come off as you bothering somebody. You know, if you've been in that situation before, I I know how you feel because I was like that. Recently, I was like that this weekend. Um, I had an accident this weekend. Um, we was going, um, we were driving and I was in the left lane. The car was in the right lane and the car hit us try to make a left turn while we was in the left lane while they're in the right lane and hit us and uh at that moment i i couldn't do anything you know because i felt like that i'm there supposed to protect my children i have two of my kids in the car which was my 21 year old daughter who's, who's six months pregnant and my uh 16 year old son he was in the bike seat and before i i, I couldn't even react you know they turned and hit me so bad that um i don't even remember what i said i think i said oh god or something then i blacked out and um remind you guys i just got over a trauma right um of, of being in a domestic violent relationship and so i got over that i was i'm i'm, I'm on a progress healing and, and immediately god delivered me and had my heart hold and then here come this accident and then these emotions come flowing all 
over the place. You know, I, I kind of like, you know, I, I call my pastor and then let them know what's going on. Pray for my daughter. Cause when she, when she stopped the belt, some kind of way, her stomach, I saw her stomach. It kind of scared me. And I began immediately to pray. But anyways, and I kept saying, you know, what if I hadn't go get her today? Cause I, I didn't want to go get her. I wanted to stay in the house and rest. Well, I said to myself, you know, um, I was just talking and I was just blaming myself, I felt self guilt, you know, and I was like, I was supposed to stop that car. You know, I was supposed to do this, you know, and I'm not in control. I cannot stop a vehicle. I am not God. If it's meant for something to happen, God is going to allow it to happen. You know what I'm saying? So all these motions start coming through. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I, I was crying. I was crying for three freaking days. Had no idea what was going on. I was clenching my purse for three days. Like just clenching things. Walking around like I was in La La Land because of the the, the, the traumatic it had. I was crying. I was emotional. I was sad. I, I didn't want to tell anyone. I didn't tell, I just finally told somebody today. My friend called me and asked me how we're doing. I said, you know, so I'm not okay. I said, I've been crying for three days, and I said, I, my, my emotions been all over the place because I need a vehicle. We were catching Lyft and Uber back and forth. You know, we're waiting on this, and we're waiting on that. You know, and I have already talked to God, and God already told me what he's going to do. But with me, I feel like that I need to be in control of everything. And once everything is out of control, and, and, and if I, my hands is not in it, I I, I fronted. I, pan, I panic sometimes. I'm being honest. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I panic sometimes. I am always there for people. I'm always there for people. I'm always encouraging others. I'm always giving them a, 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 a uplifting word. I'm always hugging and, and making sure everyone's all right. But, you know, am I okay? Am I doing okay? You know, back then when I went through the domestic, I mean, the, uh, the molestation as a child growing up into adulthood and I went through other issues of life and stuff, I masked everything. I, I faked it till I make it, make it, made it till I couldn't make it no more, till I couldn't fake it no more. Because after a while it became, I had leaks. I was trying to seal my emotions up with duct tape. And after a while, the duct tape was getting old and then the leaks was coming out. And then people start seeing my imperfection and people start seeing uh, a different side of me. And people start seeing the wounds that I was taping up and I was ripping off. Like I was cutting my wrist every time for satisfaction so the anger can go away and I was covering it up so people start seeing the wounds everybody start seeing who I were until I had to run to a, a halt to either deal with it get delivered or get healed or continue to go through life you know hurting people pushing people away that really loved me and allowing the wrong people inside my life I contemplated suicide, guys. I'm not going to lie. I contemplated driving off the road or taking pills. I'm not going to lie to you guys because that's how bad the emotions and the hurt and the pain I was dealing with. I had no out positive outlet. I had no one to talk to. And the people I was talking to was was deliberately um, going back, telling people stuff. So I, 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 I put a, I built a wall. I built a wall, guys. I built a wall because I didn't want anyone to come in because I thought I can take care of myself. And matter of fact, I wasn't really taking care of myself. I was only harming myself. I was only isolating myself. I was only trusting in me. I was only trusting in me what I can help and do for myself, which I wasn't in the best shape of a mental state to help myself. I needed someone else. I needed someone else in my life. So I went down that road, wanting not to be on this earth any longer. Wanted to be like, what would it be feel like if my kids, you know, would be well off? Feel like, what would it feel like, you know, if I wasn't here? I went down that way. And I had to start thinking positive. I had to, I had to start 
speaking affirmation of my life. I had to start by getting into the Bible and reading God's word and what he says about me. I had to get around um, God-minded um, people that really cares about the birthing and the deliverance of what I had inside of me. I could no longer put on a mask because my emotions were seeing through the mask and the mask started cracking. The mask start, started cracking. And, and and I faked it, guys. And I lied about things. I lied about things that, you know, I, I didn't need help when I didn't need help. I lied about things that I didn't need to talk to somebody when I didn't need to talk to somebody. You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I even tried to hover my kids into my toxic traits. But it didn't work. It didn't work. Because God began to reveal what was really inside of me. See, you're not alone out there. You're not alone. It's There's help out there. I'd rather for you to talk to somebody than to hover up in a corner by yourself and, and, and contemplate suicide and just want to hurt yourself. You're not alone when you're going through issues and you've been beating the head so several times, especially my, my, my guys and, and females that play um, a, a contact sports. You have, you got to take dead at a time. Sometimes life um, is not fair. And sometimes you lose your grips from reality, but it's ways that you can get back to back to that path. But you have to take it day at a time. The bottle is not an answer. Alcohol and drugs are not an answer because you're going to result back to it every day. You have to cope with it. It's a day to day um like you're picking up your cross daily and you're walking with it. The cross is heavy. The burdens and the, 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 the cross and your, the issues of life is heavy. But you have to pick up your cross daily until you get used to picking up that cross that it doesn't bother you no more. That you lay in all your burdens, all your emotions, all the bad traits, all the toxins, all the lies that the enemy have told you. Everything that you went through at God's feet and that your God is delivering you and giving you peace and joy and prosperity. And not just saying prosperity. Prosperity and money, prosperity around you, your children, your home. You know what I'm saying? Life, the peace of God is so much important to, to anything. Your peace of mind, your health. You cannot allow your bodies to go through your bodies to go through triggers moments when you're stressing out because it brings out the worst in you. It brings out cells and unknown things. It makes you sick. It causes you to think wrong and so forth. I'm not telling you you shouldn't, but I'm telling you there's ways um, a, a ways to go through it, not around it. Because if you go around it, you're gonna annoy. It's ways to go through it. We have to go through our problems. We have to press through in life. Hey, it was easy. It was hard. It was harder than I thought, but. I I had to do it. I had to accomplish to get over that hump of being in a mental state that I wanted to harm myself. I had to get over that hump being in a mental state that I didn't feel that I was pretty. I had to get over myself being in a mental state uh, thinking that, you know, I need to fit in somewhere. I had to, I had to, I had to change my thought process. I had to. I had to continue to talk. That's why I said it's good to talk to yourself. It's very. It's good to talk to yourself to encourage yourself. Cause who else gonna do it? And you need to also know that God is always there for you, no matter what you are going through in life. He is always there for you. There's always a spiritual hug out there for you and a spiritual kiss because you are amazing. You guys are amazing people. And there's nothing too hard for God, but we have to put forth the work and the effort if we want to change. This path has not been um, easy. 
It has not. It's been a, a, a long slope, slippery um, detours, jumping hurdles road. But we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it, you know, in life. So what are you doing when, when the thoughts are coming in your mind? You have to take a second to sit back and think. That is not what God has told me. What are you doing when, when things are out of your control? That means it's in God's hands now. When it's out of our control, we can't do nothing else about it. And we've done all that we can. It's in God's hands now that we need to step back and leave it alone. Because God is going to make a way. He's going he's gonna to open these doors. He's, he's already opened them doors. It's, it's us that cause our blessing to go back to where it starts from. And then it has to come back all over again because of our, our, our train, our thought process. The words that we speak out our mouth. The, you know, so man, thank it. So is he, you know, we got to continue to, um, um, walk this path and be in a, in a more stable. Let me explain something to you. We have to be in a more stable environment. We have to remove ourselves from around people. That means us no good. We have to remove ourselves from people that's contributing to our alcoholism, our drug addiction. We have to remove ourselves from around people that is toxic in our life. You know, it, I said this all the time. It's easy said and none because I just saw somebody on Facebook saying, I saw a young guy, like a young guy beating up on a, a young lady and his friends was holding, his friend was holding the phone recording. I was so pissed off because both of them need to be arrested. And somebody in the comments said they love it. So that's why I said, how can someone love that? If you never have been in an abusive situation, you should not answer that. The only reason I stayed in an abusive relationship, financial status, and because I had nowhere to go. At the time, I had all my children with me. And he was financially taking care of me. And then as I branched out, got a job, I saw that he was getting more mad at me. And he started doing stuff. He started saying things out of life. You know what I'm saying? Um, moving forward, sorry guys, I had to, um, my daughter was texting me for some reason and lost my train of thought. Um, you know, in our culture, we are used to wearing masks to hide um, our struggles and put our best foot um, foot forward. Sometimes the masks help us maintain our image so that our differences doesn't make us stand out. Every now and then, we need to remove our masks and disclose the struggles with our loved ones and those who are um, their support of us through thick and thin. I mean... It's okay to talk about what you're going through to with the right people because down the road you're gonna be um, a testimony to someone else. Um, I probably jumped because I forgot because I had to answer the phone. You're gonna be a testimony to somebody else down the road, so it's okay to speak on what you're going through in life and how you overcame it. And every time you talk about it, it takes something off of you, something negative. And every time you keep talking about it, it removes something different off of you. And every time you keep talking about it, God continues to, to, to just pour into you love and peace and joy. You know, with mental illness, there there's often more an unspoken social pressure to not let anyone know how hard um, one struggles is. It's hard to relate to, uncomfortable to let down one's guard entirely. Nevertheless, it's important to have a safe place in relationships, even if it's just identifying the few emotions each week to someone. Failing to foster deep connection leads to more isolated loneliness, oftentimes increased symptoms of mental illness. So it's okay to talk to somebody. Don't isolate yourself because that's what the enemy wants you to do. And once you isolate yourself and you get yourself to be alone and you have no one that really to talk affirmation into you or you're talking affirmation to yourself. And if, you, if you're in a deeper, dark pit that God can't get you out. I mean, now God can get you out that you 
is in a dark place that you're not seeking or asking God to get you out. Therefore, that's when the enemy will have his way with you and you as his playground. So do not isolate yourself. Sometimes you got to go somewhere to get your thought and process like to the beach or to the park or walk away somewhere or walk around somewhere. That's fine. But do not isolate yourself for days and weeks and stuff. Get your thoughts, train your thoughts together. Find somebody that you can talk to. Write it down on paper. Sing about it. Um, do something about it. Get those thoughts out of your mind onto paper. And then pray and pray for yourself. Because trust me, I understand how it feels to go through that. Um, on the cover of a recent uh, um, family, it said a pictured soldier looking down on a mask, which he made in an art therapy group, deciphering some of his own struggles, which... For many combat vets are different to disclose and, and it's different from vet vets they go through um you know you have your on contact sports that go to um the thing is cte or ET, something like that they go through that you have your veterans that go through and not only your veterans you know officers that seen someone that got killed or they shot somebody some of them go through um um, um, traumatic moments too even from a child being molested or not even being molested they, something tragic that happened to them at a young age it's a tragic moment you know car accidents whatever but you have to you got to take it one day at a time and sad sad behold to say I know a lot of people that I was around managers um, associates and so forth um, that have taken a life because you know they couldn't handle the issues of life uh, that's going on in the world or in their family and some of them never left a note leading their family to wonder why was it me you know what i'm saying and many athletes have taken their life too because they can't take it no more i believe that we need another contract stating you know i know the love of the sport is so tough out there but if you're hurt you need to sit down for a minute and think about it get your head together you don't put them back on the field the next day or i mean the next week or stuff they need time to heal because if i if someone went through a car accident you can't put them in the game for at least two three weeks until they're totally healed depends on the injuries and stuff like that and i feel so sorry for those guys that that goes through that moment that they're they're injured and they have to go out and um have to go out and, and 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 still you know play in sports any type of sports so um moving along i'm going to give you guys um a few um just a few um you know take home with you or, or to um help you get over um masking your emotions you know i probably talked about it um a few times already but i'm going to go over um number one you know um if you don't have anyone to talk to um, write things down, you know, saying about it, read a book, read something positive. You, when you're going through stuff like that, you have to be around something positive. You don't need any sad music or anything like that. And then, you, and you know what I'm saying? You have to be, go outside, get a fresh brush of air, breathe in, in and exhale in 10 times. Cause he's going to, he's going to open the door. He's going to bless you. He's going to touch you. He's going to, he's going to calm you down. Number two, find someone that you can talk to that you can trust. Even if it's a stranger you never seen before. Hey, inbox them. Hey, such and such. I'm just a stranger. I just want you to listen. I'm going through such and such. And you'll be surprised someone to answer you. You know, don't just go back and isolate yourself. And, you know, number three, speak um, pos positive affirmation into yourself. Speak encouraging words into yourself. Listen to um, encouraging messages on, you know, YouTube and uh, Spotify. Listen to different encouraging podcasts. They have it out there. It will make you feel better. 
I'm um, trust me. I was crying one one a while, like maybe years and years ago, and I was going through something, and a, and a pastor came on the radio, and he was saying something, and all right, and immediately I I was fine. You know, four find someone that you could be around, hug them. You know, just cuddle, just you know, not I'm not talking about intimacy, but just like just hug on them. You you need a hug. Some people just need a hug. That's all they need. They need a hug. They need somebody to tell them it's gonna be okay because it's gonna be okay. Don't take that route. Don't take that route about taking your life. It's not worth it. Bind that spirit of suicide right now. Bind the spirit of mental illness. Bind the spirit of anger, rage, you know, trauma that happened to you a while back. And it's important that we speak about the things that happened to us while we were growing up, while we were uh, um, a, a, a child. We need to speak on that so we don't stay in that arrested development moment in our mind. We have to be, we have to overcome the enemy. By speaking and testifying about what happened to you and how you overcome it. I'm, I guarantee you it's going to help you. It has helped me a long time. Hey, some of you guys, number five. I think I'm on five. I lost sight because, girl, you know, young men and women, I just be all over the place. Write down in a notebook. That can be your book. That can be your book. I'm talking about I got so many journals everywhere that I got about 10 books in there. If I don't publish about five of them, I'll be a fool. I'll be a direct fool if I don't do that. You know that? But God is amazing. Again, we have to go, we go through things in life that God will always make a way out of no way. He will always make a way out of no way for us. And that we have to trust in his world, word no matter what goes on in our life. Everything's going to be okay, guys. Everything's going to be okay. We have to get ourselves around some um, good-minded people. There are some good people out there that wants to see us grow, that wants to see our best, the best interest, uh, our best interests put forth. There are people out there that can help us. There are people out there that won't mind getting um, uh, lending ear to us. And for those of us, again, that are, are strong, our people, our, the strong people out there, no matter what your gender is, don't lose hope. Go ahead and be vulnerable to the right person. Just pray about it. Pray about it. Seek God's um, answer. You know what I'm saying? Don't just sit up there and not talk to nobody. And, and don't hold it in there because it's going to hurt you. It's going to cause stress on your body. It's going to cause all kinds of things, trauma, everything to happen in your body. You know, uh, I'm here for you if you want to drop me some questions in my inbox on um, IG. Um, it's Angie seven one zero two. I I can answer some questions for you. I can talk to you. You know, I can um, send you um, resources to help you. Not my resources, but things like out there that can talk about the same things I'm talking about. And sometimes um, I have. Uh, before I go, I want to go over these uh, the different masks people wear. The cool guy. By all outward appearance, this person seems to have mastered whatever it takes to stay calm in all situations. Unraveling about conflict or chaos, this person possesses and um, the the monk syndrome. <laughs> I guess peaceful. However, beneath the surface, one or two things happens. His bottle up emotions, bottle up emotions, either result into a nervous breakdown or he predictably pressed to release value when no one is around, snapping at folks. Um, oh, and this is really good. So when you're like that, like the cool guy, you suppress your emotions and everything and make like everything's okay. Um, until, 
um, things you can't take no more and then you just blow up you know and you have the one that's always funny you know I use it myself laugh you're not crying even though they looks look the same that said I can does prevent intimacy and that's crazy because you, you you're laughing everything's okay but really that's that crazy laugh you ever heard somebody create laugh <laughs> it's, it's a laugh that they do that is crazy you got that person that laughs all the time no matter what you can't tell them they hide a day but deep down inside they're 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 writing thoughts in their mind and head and worrying about what they're going to do the overachiever the some person unconsciously pursue perfectionist perfectness as defense against uh, failing. It, um, if everything is done right, then their world can't fall apart. Why? Wow! While all the praises and people looking at them a different way is uplifting them. Time, everything falls apart. That person just goes to pieces. And so it's okay not to, like I said, hi, I am not to have my hands on everything because God is going to make a way. He's told us. He said anything we ask in His name, He He shall give it to us. He said that you know He He's not a man that should not lie. So sometimes when things are out of our control, that means God is, is in God's hand that we need to step back. So, okay, God, we trust you. I trust you. I'm going to give this to you. And then you have the bully. Every environment in which we work and play is a fifth grade schoolyard with its shares of bullies. There's a share of control can be uh, subtitle of gentle uh, manipulation to make you see it their way or it can be aggressive even uh physically while bullies appear to be confident in their forceful delivering options and order they are in uh insecure in the inside they want so bad to be respected that they they will break the rules to make their self look good or scary and we've been around people too that always bully people but deep inside they're going through stuff they're hurting they've been hurt in some type of way and they're going through different emotions when they get home and they're not around people you know so they're someone's hurting them so they're they they're they're dishing out on other people on innocent people when it's not the innocent people from the freak control the control oh the control freak use order and power to achieve a sense of security by making sure everything is in its proper place. He released his fear of the unknown of um, uncertainty. A mother hen that control on control freak won't let anyone out of her sight and assumes responsibility for all those around her. Even when they don't want to be cared for, he becomes unreliable and anyone comes near to devastate his plan that comes in. And sometimes we can be that mother hen. We go, we freak out when everything, we lose control on everything. And we want everything to be um, in place. And you have yourself basher, the one that you self, you bash yourself. And you ever heard the key said we are our own worst enemy sometimes? We are sometimes. We can talk down to ourselves. We can we can get together and tag team ourselves with the enemy. Calls, calls, calling ourselves names and calling us things that God has not called us. We, we we look in the mirror. We are our own worst enemy. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to watch what comes out of our mouth and stuff. And the people pleaser, you know, you have the people pleaser who go to desperate lengths to win the approval of those around him or her because he or her sense of identity are largely based on uh, assignments, assessment of others. He or her values often depending on the input of the day because he or she looks outside sources to validate who he who she and he is the mask types the mask type on advice of friends doctor expert co-workers mentors because she or he lacks strong foundation easily influenced by others decisions are especially difficult for her 
or him. So we have those that are people pleaser. Uh, you, you have a, a great idea, then someone said, no, nah, you should do it this way. I see you blow. Okay, you may be right. Let me go this way. And that could be wrong. You don't please. You don't have to please nobody. You owe nobody nothing but love. You still have a life to live. You still have things that you need to accomplish in life. So why please them? An introvert, a uh, person that introverts de- uh, definitely afraid of failure and rejection. Um, he would much rather feel the pangs of loneliness than risk not being liked. Like the professionist, he's afraid of making a ma- mistake that he refused to challenge himself. He blashes easily and embarrasses easily and doesn't say much for fear of saying the wrong thing. I used to be the introvert. I used to not want to talk to people. I was scared to say something because I would say the wrong thing. But now, you are out of order. You get back in that line right now. In the number seven, I'm not like that. And you have the social butterfly. I can be a social butterfly sometimes, but sometimes I be having that look on people's face like, "Why are you?" Oh, I got a face space, a face space. Although the life of the party, social butterfly, is lonely. He or she companions fulfilling insecurity with with his or her gifts of gab and small talk he or she has many acquaintances but few if any real friends although his calendar is packed full of social events his life lacks meaning he keeps his conversation uh superficial because deeper dialogues may expose his anxiety his or her and shed his confident personality so I need to uh, clear out my calendar so I don't be a social butterfly because sometimes I do that. But we wear many masks in life and we try to pretend, most of us try to pretend to be somebody we're not. Only on the basis someone would like us or someone would give us likes or someone would befriend us or for us to even um, brown nose somebody, like we're going to call it because you got dookie on your nose. Instead of us um, getting to know who we are in, in life and who God has called us. That we don't be acute, that, that we don't be confused uh, of our identity and our image that we're supposed to be in on this earth. If you go to your friends and they have to tell you who you are and what you need to do, there's something wrong with that. You should already know your purpose. You should already know your calling. You should already know your identity and your character as one. We don't need you going out, switching out on people and, and, and putting other people down just because you you're you're hanging with a higher status you have to remember from where you came from in life you have to know who you are in life because once god blows you up and bring you up that you don't need validation from men or anyone and so therefore when you don't need validation from men or anyone that you will get your um answers and your prayers will go to god you understand what i'm saying so you don't have to worry about men telling you who you are so when those applause and those con- and congratulations are not for men anymore you won't feel depressed or you won't feel that you validate that you have to prove yourself to somebody for who you are i don't care what people think about me or what they say about me I know sometimes I get in my feelings and I get mad because, you know, I hear people talking about me and people coming back to me and, and, and I want to say something to do something or I type something and I remove it, but I cannot allow that again in my skin. I know sometimes I got things going on in my life is under, is out of my control, but that's when I know I need to step back and lock God step back and know that God is has, has stepped in. He don't need my help. He don't need your help. I know any situation like that when the enemy's talking to me, telling me I may I might as well give up. I should die. I should do this. I know that's a lie from the pit of hell. 
because I know who I am in God. I know my I know my identity in Christ. I know what I'm set here to do. And that's why he's mad at a lot of us because we know our identity. We know why we are set here to do what we are set here to do. And no money in, in, in the matter, no money in the matter of hell can buy what God has given to us. Peace, love, our health, our ability to think, to eat, to smell, to touch, to walk. Our organs are properly working together. But we have to line ourselves up with the word of God. We have to find people that find people that we can talk to. We have to find accountability part people. We need accountability. It's a different from someone um, being an accountability partner telling you what you, uh, telling you the telling you uh, what you should do than someone telling you what you need to do, what you better do, and someone that's there for you just because of your your what you can offer for them, what you have to offer for them, versus someone's being there for you that loves you. You understand what I'm saying? I love you guys. There's nothing too hard for God. Anything that you may be going through, alcohol. I deal with alcohol for you. I was a drunk for years. Until God had to come in and, and, and save me. Because I was drinking my sorrows down. You ever heard of that? I was filling my pothole up with uh, material things that the pothole would just open back up. I was going to people to just, you know, to lay with them thinking that that would resolve the issue where they would be a temporary fix and I would need more. So I had to get myself together and some people had to drag me out of the hole that I was in. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was running from God. I'm not going to lie to you. I was running from him. I was contemplating suicide. I was contemplating to taking my life. But, but for some reason, I heard his voice saying that we need you here. Your voice is a force to be reckoned with. You have some people that is watching you that going to need your story and the testimony that you have to tell. And I promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, but nothing but the truth. And see, that's what's something special about me. And I, I am so special and I know this. I am so beautiful and I know this now. I am so wonderful, amazing, and, and just, just a ball of fire. I know that now. You couldn't tell me that 15 years, 10 years ago. I know how it feels when no one wants you around because you are drunk, but deep down inside you're going through issues that no one knows about. I know how I feel when you want to take those pills to commit suicide or put a gun to your head because you feel like it's no way out. No one will miss you. That's a lie. Don't do it. It's not worth it. I know how it feels when you lost a loved one and, and you feel like you can't go on without them. That's a lie. I know it hurts. But you have to continue your path, what God has for you. Continue to mourn, continue to, to, to get your emotions out of the way, but you still have to work. Your children are looking at you. Your friends are waiting on you. Strangers are waiting on you for the path that you are walking down. And this is why I do my podcast, because I really deep down inside, I really want to help people that are going through issues of life and talk about real stuff. You know, with no sugarcoating, just letting you know, real stuff does happen to us too. We're not perfect. We're never meant to be perfect. We are meant to be whole and complete in Christ. And until we get that deep down rooted in our soul, into our bloodline, into our veins, our heart, our organs, we we're going to continue to drink ourselves into a drunken um, sleep. We're going to continue to take our take drugs until we can't, until we commence till we overdose we're gonna continue to fill our 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 holes up with material things and it, it's not gonna last long but 
when you find who you are, when you know who God is and what he's doing behind sin, when you come to the wholeness and being healed and delivered, then you don't need no more material things. The holes are closed up and sealed with his love and his peace and joy and healing. And you don't need no more alcohol to get drunk because you deal with your issues and picking up your cross daily and you're walking with it. You don't need any more drugs because you're facing reality of what really happened to you back then. You understand what I'm saying? You should not live, but you should, you should not die, but you should live. God says the Lord, you will live. You will be more than a conqueror. I speak life over you. I speak I speak healing over your bodies, your minds, and soul. I come against every spirit of suicide, lying, the spirit of lying, manipulation, the, the devil speaking into your ear gates. Anything that you may come in contact with that is not of God, we come against it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we speak love over everyone. We speak peace and joy and honesty over them. And God, every person that's in Texas, every person that's going through cold and have no power, no heat, um, sitting in their car trying to get warm. God, I pray that you would touch him, cover him, and no one should die from, um, I heard someone say that a couple of people are dying from the gas and stuff, but we come against that. We bombard, bombard heavy with your prayers for Texas and any other states that are on the freeze zone. And see, that's the good thing about solar power, and that's a bad thing about them. You know, I don't know much about it, but so don't come at me with that. Um, solar power crap <laughs> do not do it I would throw I would throw paint on you <laughs> but guys I love you I hope you enjoyed this podcast please if you need to talk to me send me a message through um, anchor send me a message through uh, my, my email I mean my um, IG you know and definitely would try um encourage you because you are needed on this earth and I love you guys you be blessed peace